Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I'm well, and you? I'm good. And for those of you out there, he's obvious, John, and I'm obvious, Steve, and we're the obvious brothers, and we're back after a week off. Yep, took a little hiatus, as one would say. Hiatus? Huh. Who knew? I guess you've been working on the vocabulary because of all the wordles you're playing, huh? Sure. Yeah. So, the the wordle thing has been a bit of a struggle this week. Yeah, we haven't really been uh, dominating, to say the least, huh? No, well, I, I know there's been a lot of cussing and leg slapping from your sister, so... <laughs> that, that, that's a sure sign of how things are going. <coughs> I have a bit of a chest cold. Is, is that is that what it's been diagnosed as? Have you have you taken a COVID test? Yes. Okay. All right. So so it's officially not yet COVID, huh? Correct. All right. Um, so, yeah. That's it. So okay. Be okay. So a lot, a lot of things we could possibly talk about. So, but I, I have, I have one of those infamous Steve questions for you, John. One of those rhetorical questions. Yeah, but but yeah, I, maybe you'll enjoy it. Uh, I've been listening to a uh, a podcast that's doing NFL previews. Okay, and so the question has come up a couple times, and it's now become kind of a. Uh, a thing between the two guys doing it. Um, what do you do if you have the 12th best quarterback in the NFL and their contract is on the horizon? And of course the, the one guy who has now dialed it down to the 11th best quarterback in the NFL. And he's trying to find the other guy's line because the first time he said it, the guy said, well, if we got the 12, you got to scrap it and try again. So what do, you, what do you think, John? You got the 12th best quarterback in the NFL and their contract, you know, is either up this year or next year. You know, it's one of those rookies with a five-year and you're looking at whether you're renewing them or not, right? Okay, so it's a young quarterback? That just, uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't have to be, but, you know, it's it, it, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Dan Jones. That's his name, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah, uh, you know, just just to name a couple who were kind of, are they good enough? Aren't they good enough? Kind of guys, and and, and what do you do? So that's the question. Okay, well, I have thoughts on this. Do you? Sure. So there has to be other factors that come into play as well, though. Why is that person the twelfth best quarterback in the league? Is it just because? He hasn't developed the way you expected him to. Is it because he doesn't have any talent around him? I mean, there's there are ten other players on the field at the same time that he's on there. Do you have a shitty offensive line that can't protect him? Hey, there are twenty one other players on the field when he's playing. True. I mean, but you know, as far as offensively goes, there's there's only ten. But so I guess th those are factors you have to look at. Do we need offensive line help more than we need a new quarterback? Will he become a top 10, 7 to 10 quarterback if we get him some good help? Or is he just not cutting it? If he's not cutting it, then, yeah, you cut and run with, I think, with the 10th or 11th best quarterback in the league. Okay. 
that was a uh, uh, a well thought out John answer. Yeah, and I, I I'll try not to act like I'm surprised that it, that it was. <laughs> I, I I guess you probably thought about this too much because there's been talk about uh, the Cowboys quarterback being in that slot, right? I mean, in some opinions, yes. I don't put him there. I think he's a top five quarterback personally, but his stats are definitely up there in the upper echelon. So I don't know how he keeps falling down people's lists. I think it's just because they love to piss off the Cowboys. Yeah. In their fan base. There is some of that. I, I, I can understand that actually. Um, the, the other thing from this, uh, listen to this particular podcast I had no idea there were this many statistics in the in in NFL football. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, uh, yards above expected pass. Uh, you, you know, uh, I don't know. He he has more, and, and of course, it's all acronyms. So I have no idea what some of them are. That you know, there are adops and epoops and all, all sorts of things. I have no idea what the guy's talking about, but, uh, he's clearly done his research. So, uh, it's, it's, it's at least informative to listen to, uh, uh, sort of, well, I mean, when you don't know what, 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 what some of the acronyms are, it really doesn't help you much, right? No, it doesn't. Right. So, so while he's talking, I'm trying to look up EPA or whatever, you know, so, yeah. So, uh, and, and he's constantly talking about uh, you know, schedules that are, uh, you know, above or below the expected efficiency on in, in various units, right? Like, you know, they're going to face the, the bottom third expected efficiency rushing defense this year on their schedule. And it's like, how do you even do that? You know, right? Yeah, I mean, so. Uh, anyway, it's it, it's kind of it, I I as I say I was unaware. Uh, at least I've never I've never heard anybody talk quite so much about quite so many uh, of those kinds of stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean it's it's becoming a very analytic, um, stat driven league to say the least. Hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. not I don't think they're quite to the point where of of a. Uh, Major League Baseball, but they're trying. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I my my uh, my my obvious brother's impression is in baseball, most of the stats there's a correlation between the stats and success. Uh, where in uh, in what he's talking about in football, I'm not quite so sure that there that's true. I mean, in baseball, when they talk about uh, how hard they exit velocity and launch angle, you know, that, that usually correlates, you know, right number to, you know, a, uh, an extra base hit or a home run or something like that, where, you know, uh, I, I'm not sure what bottom third expected schedule expected against rushing defenses I'm not sure what that gets you exactly. Unless you have Derrick Henry, in which case it probably looks pretty good, right? You're right. Yeah. Assuming Derrick Henry is any good anymore. But 
Oh, Derek Henry's still pretty good. I think. You're, 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 you're counting on Derek. So um, give us a sneak preview. Hey, since I've, I've segged this into NFL, whether I meant to or not, we, we got the infamous Josh email about uh, wins pool, uh, mm-hmm. getting us, getting us psyched up. So, so what are you thinking, John? What, what, what are you looking at in terms of wins pool this year? Uh, honestly, I haven't given it too much thought at this yeah. point. Um, it's something I'll probably look into a little more next week when we are uh, getting ready to start our draft. So, so if you have the top three pick, one of the top three picks, who are you picking? Oof, probably like Chiefs, Rams. Um, Bills. Okay. That was uh, an interest, interesting list. Uh, I, I will analyze it this way. The Chiefs, who've won a hell of a lot of games since Andy Reid got there uh, almost every year. Uh, the Rams, who won the Super Bowl last year. And the Bills, who won a lot of games last year and are kind of the darling this year. I think they're I think their odds, the, they have the best odds to go to the Super Bowl uh, in the uh, betting books at this point. Yeah, they are yeah. the um, they are the golden child for this year. Right, yeah, they 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 are the, and it's probably helped by the division they play on in, which uh, I don't think anybody thinks is the strongest division in uh, in football by any stretch. No, it's getting weaker right well and i think on the other hand i was going to tell you kansas city might be playing in the strongest one yeah so no yeah so okay interesting interesting so you pay any attention to baseball yeah yeah Yeah. Um, interesting question are are you going to become a astros fan no 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 wow you want to tell tell me why uh, just, well, yeah, it's pretty simple. They are, were at one time a part of the National League Central, and they were a, a rival of my Cubbies. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I'll ever like them. Wow, I did not see that coming. Really? No, no, I had forgotten such a, such a thing. It was, you know, I've slept since. To, to quote John, obvious John, I've slept since then. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've drank a couple of Guinness and slept since then. So, uh, but okay. So that, that, that's, a, well, that's interesting. Uh, so, so who are you, pay, what are you paying attention to in terms of baseball? Uh, Cause it's not the, it's not the Cubbies. I, I can, I can assure you. Yeah. Yankees have been on quite the uh, skid here. Yeah. Um, they still, I mean, I, it's down to nine games is their lead, but at one point wasn't it like sixteen within the last couple of weeks? Well, they, 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 they they were they were yes they they were uh, they were well ahead further ahead than they are now, and uh, you know it got to the point where people were saying they were going push the wins record uh, historic wins record, and now they've gone into a uh, a slump. Uh, they are three and seven in the last ten. I think they're like eighteen of their last twenty, or yeah, eight eighteen of their last twenty. I think. Yeah, 
But here, let, let's let's do a good stat, uh, and one that's even funnier. Uh, there's somebody in my Twitter feed who uh, every day tweets this out. Since they traded Joey Gallo to the Dodgers, they are X and the Dodgers are Y. And it was two and ten for the Yankees, and the Dodgers were eleven and one the last day I remember. Wow. So that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, the guy that did you speaking of Joey Gallo, I just saw an interesting stat about him this week (laughs) that, you know, once again, stat driven baseball. Uh, He just had his 1000th strikeout. Yeah. Did you see this stat? No. Um, He strikes out a lot. In 2000 and like short change, like 2000 and. And uh, like 2,300 bats, something like that, which the guy he just passed was Brooks Robinson, who had 900 and some strikeouts in like 8,000 or 9,000 at bats. It was. Yeah. 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 Brooks did not strike out that that often. So they said speaking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so Joey, Joey struck out more in, in his career. Then Rod Carew and uh, Tony Gwynn, who had like 40 years of baseball between them, did together. So, uh, that's, that, yeah, that's pretty, pretty impressive stat. Well, and you know, impressive, I guess I don't know how you want to look at it. Uh, I, you know, I, I saved the lead. I buried it here 13 minutes in. Uh, we're going to have Swerve and, and uh, Sean on next week to talk college football. And, and Swerve at this point would be telling you that that's just the new Major League Baseball is that the strikeout stat is irrelevant at this point. So, uh, which explains the Gallo. You know, once upon a time, a guy who struck out as much as he did would not be in the lineup and playing. So, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> I can't decide if that is a laugh, laughter, cough. No, that's a, that's, a, that's a choking cough. Huh? You, picked a, you picked a bad week to go back to Anchor. Well, why, why is that? Because when we're on a phone call, I can mute myself. I cannot, I don't, there's no mute option on on Anchor. So if I have to sneeze don't or you have cough. A, don't you have a headset on? Yeah, but I can't mute my headset. You can't? No, I'll, it'll kick me off of Anchor. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I picked a bad week to go back to Anchor. The recordings have sucked uh, the last couple of weeks. We, we haven't been able to hear you, so I, I was worried about that. Well, you know, it's because I'm so soft-spoken. So, so did oh, so you're, you're worried about the Yankees uh, going into the dumpster, and you're not rooting for the Astros or becoming an Astros fan. But the Astros are are ahead of them currently in terms of best record in the American League. And let me see, by three and a half games right now. So mm-hmm. they've swept right past them. Um, that's that's got to make everybody in your area happy. Oh, yeah. They're quite giddy in, in the hood. <laughs> especially, especially if... Uh, okay, you know, so... So is this the is this the nickname? I mean, you used to call it the Plex, and I didn't know what you were talking about. So you're just going to call Houston the Hood? Well, it's the neighborhood, you know, the, oh, the Hood. No, 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Move on. I don't have a good nickname for Houston yet. At least okay. not one that I'm willing to put on air while I still physically live here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, you, you've got a whole series of uh, of states that send hate mail anyway, so <laughs> you don't you don't need to add Houston to the, the mark. So, so, so Houston's happy. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I live on the uh, in the Mid Atlantic, so everybody around me is mildly giddy because a the Phillies went on a tear as of the first of July and are in a playoff spot. And I have to look at the standings because it's close any given day. Well, the Orioles, who everybody thought were going, you know, suck like a vacuum cleaner, uh, are playing decent ball and are two and a half games, I guess, now out of the playoff spot. Last weekend, they were in one at one point, And, you know, my my baseball Twitter had all these Oriole magic things flashing on it for a day or two. So, yeah. It's been, been some interest in this part of the world about baseball uh, due to a resurgence of both teams. Yeah. And the Phillies have done it without uh, Bryce Harper. Which is probably why they're contending, because they have a good clubhouse right now instead of the Really? Cancer You're throwing that on Bryce? He's a, he's a tool. He's a tool. Wow. So there you go. I got to write this down. You know, I need good headlines. Um, Bryce is a tool. What do you think about your socks? Are they going to make it? I mean, they're only three games out of a spot, but man, they've just, they cannot get anything consistent going, can they? Well, they won five in a row as of Tuesday night and got within a game of first place and then decided to lose a couple games. Did you see there was a bear score in yesterday's game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that? Like 15. Was, no. there, was there a game that was 21 to something? Yeah, yes, it was 21 to 5, which does look like a bear score. Uh, as somebody said, the Texans were in town. Who knew? Uh, and, uh, and the Cardinals won like 15 to something, right? I think it was 13, 13 nothing yesterday. Yeah, they, they put a whooping on them. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it, it is the Rockies who are – I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look here at the statistics. Rockies are bad. Yes, but I think they are – see, I thought they were worse than that. I thought they were on – oh, I guess it's a road losing streak they're on, like like 12 or 13-game road losing streak. So, yeah, so they were in St. Louis and, and lost three games, and yesterday's third game was not pretty at all. But uh, there you go. Hey, you know the ball really travels well uh, in yeah. St. Louis in August in the daytime. Did you know that? Does it? Yeah. To just to be an obvious brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you, when, when it's a hundred percent, when it's a hundred degrees with uh, whatever it is, 70% humidity there, that ball just jumps right out of that ballpark. Yeah. For the Cardinals. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, baseball, baseball is getting a little bit interesting. And, and of course, Probably since it gives us stuff to run and grumble about. So Fernando Tatis decided when he was out hurt uh, to take some medicine for ringworm. And um, so now he's got an, a half season PED uh, suspension. Yeah, I have no idea what that is even about. 
ringworm or or which which part of it? I don't you know anything about the whole like what part of the medicine makes you um, yeah. test hot? I mean, I don't know. It's it's all crazy. Yeah, but yeah well, that's an interesting thing to blame it on ringworm. Yeah, well, I yeah, it's uh, it's different. It gives us something to talk about. It's huh? original, right? Yeah. Well, it was kind of interesting as I was reading, you know, the lead paragraph of some of the articles that uh, he decided he, he decided he wasn't going to uh, uh, appeal the, the 80 games and just take his medicine, which is kind of ouch is all I can say. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's a that's a big hit. Uh, and they they are not exactly killing it, at least in the standards that they they uh, that they've set. You know, they're in the last playoff spot in the National League, and Milwaukee's only a game behind them. And I guess they've got some distance between them and the Giants. But they, they, here they've tried to build a team in the last couple of years to keep up with the Dodgers and spend a heck of a lot of money and. They just haven't been able to do it, have they? No, they have not. Yeah. It's, oh, well. Uh, so, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I, you know, okay. It's kind of a thing that uh, people in general are just kind of dumber than you would think they should be, right? I mean, he's got, he's got, he's got all kinds of people around him. <laughs> To tell him what to take or not to take, right? Yeah. Should. I mean, I would think that most of these guys have somebody that's monitoring. Yeah, well, you would think the team was, right? Uh, drug intake pretty pretty uh, closely. Oh, uh, you uh, Well, yeah, as closely as they want to, right? You know? Yeah, true. Yeah, you might. Some, some of them you might not want to. Yeah. Speak, speaking of drug intake, did you did you see Draymond Green's uh, wedding reception? No. You you miss this? They 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 had a uh, a blunt rolling uh, station at his uh, wedding reception. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least, okay, I, I'll say seriously, and since I, I got caught by, by a, a joke account on Twitter this week once, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, there there was a flash on Twitter. A couple people show, showed photos of yeah, yeah, the the uh, rolling station at his at his wedding reception. So you wonder what the team doctors say to that, right? Right. Well, they do, they do live in California, so yeah, yeah, Cal California is uh, yeah, it's okay, but that's uh, yeah, that's different. Yeah, uh, that was a new one for me, though. Uh, I suspect, although I was told by people who were not terribly authoritative on, on this subject yesterday, the kids nowadays don't don't do that. You know, they they either gummy up or uh, use a uh, yeah. A vape-like thing, I guess, is the way to describe it, right? Yeah. The vapes. Yeah, there's a lot of vaping. There's a lot of a lot of uh, edibles. Edibles. Yeah. Thank you. Right. There, there you go. Yeah. I. So. But yeah, blunt rolling station. So yeah. Speaking of athletes and what they're putting in their bodies, 
But yeah, Tatis just took something and then doesn't appeal it. He's gone for 80 games. And, oh my. All right. So that's Major League Baseball. Um, so so who do you like? It's it's the middle of August. We got to start thinking about the World Series. Who do I like or who do I want? Well, it's, uh, I ask who you, who you like. I, I, who you want is always one of those things with your heart. One never knows who it is you're going to go with. So, I mean, you'd think that, you know, we're still waiting on the Mets to fall apart, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Is it? Okay. I mean, I hate to be – I don't want to pick the Dodgers. But, I mean, realistically, it's probably going to be like the Dodgers and the Astros – Ah, again? Okay. Well, the Astros look awfully good, so I, I can understand that. I could, uh, But uh, the Dodgers lost Bueller this week, so... Yeah, I did see that. I, I don't, I'm not sure about their pitching, but, yeah, they're some, their run differential is like something off the charts, so... Uh, they, they clearly have a really, really, really good team. Yeah, they're plus 249. Uh, let me just look to see. Uh, the Yankees, who you were saying how awesome they were, are only plus 189. So um, they, they've, they're 60 more plus runs ahead of uh, yeah, that half plus, a run a game. Yeah. That plus 249 is insane, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's yeah. If the season were over, that would be, you know, a, a run and a half a game, and and, and they they ain't done yet. So right, yeah. yeah. So yes, they're they're they are not just winning; they are kicking the holy shit out of people. So yeah, I I uh, uh, I put a couple dollars on the Cardinals to go to the World Series this week. Oh, nice just because they're not looking too bad and Bueller got hurt and I don't believe in the Mets. So I have my fingers crossed and I, and, and the two guys they got at the trade deadline are, are undefeated. So, um, pitchers. So, um, it looks like those were good deals. So didn't the Braves win the world series last year? Was that two years ago? That was last year, and and you were okay. on, you you were on them early, like about right now. You said, "Oh, the Braves are coming on." I like the Braves, so I will give you credit last year. So, I mean, if you want to ask me who I like or who I would want, I mean, I would I would rather want to see like the Padres <laughs> or the Phillies out of the National League. Somebody that hasn't been there in like a million years. Yeah, um, and then. The American League, you know, shoot. I mean, when's the last time? Well, the Blue Jays have the tendency to choke a lot too. Yeah, I, I think right now the the oh, uh, I, I want to see the Sox make like a run here in the in the American League. I, I think they have the talent. They just yeah. can't put it together. Well, they just, I, I just don't know if they have the good a good enough depth chart right now. Well, you know, Anderson got hurt. He's out for the season. Although that's not what they've said. And, and, you know, he's what, – what, what Ricky Henderson – who was it said they were the straw that uh, stirred the drink? He, he, you know, he's a 300 hitter, which Josh tells me is not a stat you're supposed to pay attention to. But he's a 300 right. hitter at the top of the lineup. 
So you really missed his energy and his getting on base. And his backup got hurt and is on the DL now. And then Robert, who is their number two kind of table setter, well, he's been uh, – first he had headaches and, and you know, I don't know what was going on with his head. He was on 10-day disabled list, came back. Uh, two, three games in, he slides into second base and busts up his hand. So he's on disabled list again. So they just can't keep kind of the right group that you'd think really could grab hold of things. They just can't keep them on the, on the field together. And so, right. Yeah. So it's, the, the pitching has been really good. Their starting pitching has been really, really good. And uh, they play the guardians starting today who are in first place, by the way. I, I, I yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of, I would like to see the guardians, just because they have a small payroll and nobody's paid any attention to them all year. I think everybody was picking them maybe third in the division. So I, I kind of, if it's not the Sox, I guess I, I would like to see the guardians do something, but, and, and the first year, you know, it's almost fun. I I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the guardians because, you know, I heard, I heard somebody this week even do it, you know, calling the Indians. So, if they're in the playoffs, you know you're going to hear that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that'll be fun to chuckle and say, yeah, when, when you go and switch identities, you know, it's going to be a while before it rolls off people's yeah, tongues. So, yeah. So, uh, golf. Yeah. First, did you watch last Sunday? Were you watching last Sunday afternoon? No. No, that's right. You were in transit. Aren't you? I, was, I was in the air. Yeah, yeah. So you miss the playoff and the weirdness of the playoff to end last week's FedEx event, huh? Yeah, I got to see some of the, I guess you want to say highlights. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, it is kind of questionable about whether they were highlights or not. So you, you saw people hitting balls in the water and uh, hitting, hitting the ball into... Uh, the galleries right of the water and and, and uh, on the last hole uh, <coughs> having to decide whether you're going to chip off a stone uh, wall or not uh, that, that those kind of highlights yeah those yeah okay so let's let's do an obvious brothers uh, breakdown here the guy who won Zalatoris that's first victory right and he's young is he 24 25 he's in his early 20s yeah yeah there is lots of talk about his putting oh yeah yeah and he got mad i guess in the post uh tournament interview the other day and said maybe this will shut everybody up uh what do you think about him as a putter um well He has definitely improved, so I, I do think it, his stroke looks better than it did. But it's still kind of tough to watch. Um, I don't. I mean, he's he doesn't hit the ball soft. He doesn't hit it square when he puts, which is kind of really odd. In the fact that he can actually even be on tour with that putting stroke, it was amazing to me. See, okay, so there, there. Oh, wow. Okay, well. 
I guess probably for those of you at home who don't watch and don't understand what we're talking about, he doesn't putt normally. He's clearly had issues uh, all, all of his recent career anyway. So he putts with the putter jammed against the inside of his forearm to keep his left, I guess, to keep his left wrist from breaking down, right? Yeah. Right. And, and twisting the club through impact on a putter, which I'm just, I'm going to put oh, this out there, on. John. I don't think I've ever seen any, and you can help me with this and Swerve will be on next week to tell me in public how wrong I got this, but I don't remember anybody who putted anything other than normal who's had any sustained high level, I mean, like major championship success. I mean, there are guys who've won one major with some sort of odd putting stroke. (coughs) But I can't think of anybody who's used any one of these funky, you know, pencil method or the left arm claws or locked against the chest or any of those who's – who's done, uh, you know, won multiple majors over multiple years. I mean, clearly, like Zalatoris is proving, you can putt that way and have streaks of happiness, right? Yeah. But sustained success with that, I, I question whether it's – it, it can it, it's really going can happen yeah if you're if you're i mean here's the thing with those um i guess whatever you want to call them boutique type style of grips <laughs> okay you okay. like that yeah boutique putting yes i got that yeah um, if you're doing that then that means you already don't have any confidence in your putting so you're always tinkering and messing around if you if you have to do that, then you're not going to be a consistent putter where if you can just, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, my grip isn't necessarily conventional, but it's not unconventional. I mean, it's, it's both palms together basically is essentially what my grip is. And it's, you just work on that and you work on your stroke. I don't see what the, you know, the whole belly, the chest thing, the long putter. Now that was a different story. I think, you know, Adam Scott, probably would be in the announcer booth right now if the if the uh long putters weren't didn't become a thing but and even now without the anchoring which still i still think people anchor it drives me crazy um you know he wouldn't he wouldn't be on tour i mean probably the best ball striker on tour and he and he can't putt so when you can't putt it just isn't makes, he in the lead this week yeah yeah. Okay. Just saying. Yeah, but, but I'm. Yeah. If he. Did, but you put a short putter back in his hand, and we'll see how fast he falls off the leaderboard. Yeah. Well, I. I think my point is, I think you can shoot around here and there, but yeah, uh, guys like that have trouble sustaining it. They have to catch fire and stay hot for like four days, but they are literally just two yips away from just. Right. And Willie Z is not. He did not play well yesterday. No, that's. It isn't. Yes, I, I think, yes, the, the problem with winning on the PBGA Tour as opposed to playing with us on any given day, right, John? Yeah. Is that you're, the margin for error is not very great. Missing a couple putts a day is uh, 
is yeah. a good way to go home, right? Yeah, that's eight strokes over the course of a tournament. You're, you know, especially very makeable ones. You know, the inside three footers and stuff like that. That yeah, that those guys have the tendency to miss, and those sure. are the ones. I mean, I saw, and I think it was an older video, but you know, Zalatoris missed like a three, like a two footer, and his takeaway looked like he was Zorro. I mean, a, a, he couldn't have taken his putter back more than six to eight inches, and it was on three different lines and on his way back. It was like z back, and I was like, oh, my God, I about puked. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, yes, it was an interesting finish last week uh, with all kinds of weird shit and the infamous Zalatoris putting stroke in evidence, uh, but he ends up winning and uh, high on the points list. I don't know if anybody knows or cares. They're play, you know, they're playing there in Wilmington, Delaware this week. First time the PGA Tour has been ever played in Delaware. Oh, in the entire state. In the entire state. That's what they said on the radio yesterday. So. Well, I knew it was the first time that that event had been there, which is the seventh time in the last ten years that it's been at a new event or yeah. a new venue. Yeah, they um, yeah. Third oldest, third oldest tournament in the PGA, first non-major. Which kind of is funny because it was originally called the Western Open, then became right. the PGA or the BMW Championship. So, right, is it just because it's the same week? I don't understand how it's no, maintained to be the same tournament, even though I, it's got a different name. I I don't understand that either. Yeah, because and yeah. it's been played at eighteen different venues or twenty six different venues or something like that. Yeah, well, it used you know the western the western uh, open used to be a Chicago thing in midsummer, and then when they went to the playoff, they wanted to go to Chicago, <clears throat> and BMW started sponsoring. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not the same tournament. I, I don't care what they say. Right, and I always think of Chicago when I think of the West too. Right, with, with the western, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Wellington has never hosted. Uh, I know the thing I said, uh, I came home and watched for about half an hour yesterday, is I can't believe how green it is considering how burnt out everything around me is. And I guess yesterday there were scattered storms around. Uh, we're, 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 in my house, we got nothing. So yeah, it, it was not enough rain to get excited about. And uh, but it, it's lush and green there in Wilmington, so it is very lush. But that rough is gnarly, and the first cut isn't exactly uh friendly, I didn't think. Huh? I mean, it's the first cut is a good solid, looks like it's about two inches tall, which you know, the ball's kind of sitting down in that a little bit, too. And then you get into that secondary, and it's whew. are they compensating for lack of length? I think so. Um, their fairways are very narrow. Um, it's, I would expect somebody that drives a ball extremely well, like Rory, um, he's probably going to win this one this weekend. No, you don't agree? Uh, well, he wasn't driving the ball well yesterday. I, I can't, there was some ugly number of, uh, you know, he was like three of, uh, you know, 10 hitting fairways or something like that. So. Um, I, I, I would agree that if he's on, but that's true every week, right? If he's, he's driving, 
in that driver where he wants to, he's hard to beat. 7,500 yeah. yards, it says. That's pretty long. That's pretty long. So it's not length. Is the one mile an hour of wind right now with gusts of two miles an hour. Pretty good playing conditions. Yeah, 79 degrees and sunny. Just saying, but okay, yeah, it's interesting. Always, I think, interesting to see him play someplace different. And uh, yeah, so. And, and speaking of golf, obviously the chat of the week, I saw it many, many times, was the U.S. amateur put together a first two day threesome of Kramer, Costanza, and uh, Newman. Right. And then somebody posted the, the Seinfeld character pictures yep. against the, the board, yes. So I, I don't know how the Seinfeld threesome did, but uh, it was pretty funny. And since it's in northern New Jersey, it seemed kind of appropriate that they, they they played up on the Seinfeld theme, huh? Yeah. And they've had some rain. They were getting rain on yesterday uh what day is today today's friday wednesday they were getting some rain because that course was firming up and pretty stiff but they played in some weather on wednesday wednesday when when they got into their match play event yeah Yeah. well like i say uh you know i don't live that far from there and we got nothing but uh you know there have been scattered showers in the afternoon so uh, i i don't doubt it but i I don't think any place in this area in the Mid-Atlantic is going to be, if it's lush, it's not natural. I'm just going to put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there, there's your golf trivia. So, so uh, I, I watched uh, Harry last night on tape. Uh, he is they, they're definitely on a roll. And yeah. the funniest thing about this show, John, is how much your sister laughs at it. Who who does not? Who's not general? Does not generally laugh out loud at TV shows. At but, but for, she 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 thinks she thinks between the sheriff and Harry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she just absolutely. Uh, I, I guess the fact that they both say things that are just so off the wall and strange. It, it just it's just yeah. The sheriff talking about having four arms, and he's like, "Oh man, I actually I wish I had six arms. I could." I could cut my shower time in half if I had six arms. I can get my nuts, my butt, and my pits all at the same time. <laughs> okay, that, that's pretty good. But I, I'm my favorite, favorite that caught me off guard was uh, Asta comes in and finds Harry is like eating the entire diner, and she says, "My my father's worried you're going to have a heart attack." And he says, "I couldn't get him to deep fry the pie." Right. What's wrong with you? You won't deep fry the pie. I'm like, what? Deep fry the pie? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess when you go go big for fried foods, man, I guess you fry you fry sticks of butter and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, he was eating his emotions. That's for sure. Yeah. So, it yeah. was. It is a funny show. It's so good. And uh, Max and his little friend are back. I kind of missed them in the first episode, but they showed up in the second episode. Yeah. Well. And, 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 you know, the mayor and his wife are kind of weird sometimes. Uh, yeah, a lot of times. Funny. Last night, she said, she says, you act like you're afraid of me. <laughs> and he says, no, no, that's not true. He says, come to think of it, 
are we, are we having this conversation here in the diner because you 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 didn't want me to do anything right. wild and crazy? And he kind of looks around. No, 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 no. On a, on advice from the uh, sheriff too. Yeah, it, it's like, well, maybe maybe I did, and she gets up and leaves. Of course, because who wants to be told that you know we're, we're meeting here because I'm too afraid of you to meet. <laughs> have this talk in private. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Isn't that God you're giving it to me? <laughs> Isn't that automatic divorce? Uh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. They're pretty funny. Um, the whole cast is is pretty good. I mean, it's it's definitely. And then the uh, deputy is getting a little. You can see she's getting a little butt hurt because the other sheriff is. Right, yeah. Partnering Mike's attention. Yeah. yeah. And then the crazy-ass shit that Judy says to the sheriff when he's interviewing her when she's because she's hitting on him. Yeah. And then her dumb ass was in that hot tub after they got the dead body out of it. Yeah. She's like, it stinks in here. Yeah, I wonder so, why. So yeah. gross. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's a little cray-cray, too, yeah. Yeah, Judy's a lot cray-cray. So what did, who did... One of them, oh, was it Harry call, called the, the, the bartender, what do you call her, uh, Raggedy Ann? Raggedy Ann, yes. <laughs> yeah, she, she, for those of you at home, she has red hair, bright red colored, fake colored hair, yes. It's, I think, changed several times in the show, but yeah, last yeah. night it was calling her Raggedy Ann, which I wouldn't have thought Harry would even know who Raggedy Ann was, but uh, I guess well, we, we just go with the jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so we're both enjoying Resident Alien and his resurrection uh, here in late summer because there's not much of anything else on TV. Uh, I because because of you, uh, we are watching Lincoln Lawyer, which is okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't say I'm in love, but it, it's it's acceptable. And, yeah. Uh, I I think the funniest part is that Mickey hires this woman to drive him out of nowhere and uh she she immediately says oh we're being tailed and then pulls a like a bat turn to, to get rid of the tail right so it's yeah, like she's... i guess i guess mickey got lucky on that one yeah he found yeah. the right right candidate right so there you go so uh yeah that's that's been that's been good so uh, so there there we are 47 minutes in so i'm going to finish with this maybe unless you have something else i i've been listening to previews of both college football and um in the nfl and uh this week's preview for stanford steve and the bear was uh the big 10 and you know what their their best bet the uh, one best bet they both agreed well the two they agreed on two best bets in the big 10 you know what they were no. Okay, this one you'll, you'll like. Illinois, the over on Illinois, and I think it's five and a half. Okay. Yeah. And the under on IU at four and a half. Ooh. Yeah, they both they both like the under. And, of course, they walk through the schedule, blah, 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 and uh, they were not seeing a lot of Big Ten wins for, for IU uh, on the schedule, so... I don't know that, but interestingly enough, uh, 
they are kind of on the Nebraska bandwagon. Uh, on the other hand, it was funny. I, I was listening to another one, and the and the guy who you know they, they have them on from some betting, you know, at Vegas casino, right? And he's he says. In 2019, I remember everybody was on Nebraska. They were going to be big. Frost had them ready to go. You know, I bought them at whatever it was, eight, eight and a half, and didn't come close. And he says, and, and I, I pretty much, I, I bought them every year. And this year, I'm like, no, no, I know that I'm not buying in this year. And he says, I look at the number at seven and a half, and I. I've convinced myself I, at this point, he says, I, I figure if they do it and I don't bet on them, I'm going to feel like an idiot. If I do, if I bet on them and they don't make it, it's just another year where they fuck me. Right. So, right. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny logic that he was going to go with them because he didn't want to miss the moment when they turned it around. But uh, he, he, he felt did not feel good that they weren't going to do it to him again. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. It is yeah. actually quite quite humorous. Yeah, I mean, especially you hear it from a professional, right? You'd think, yeah, like, uh, no, no, I've weighed, I, I've done all my research and everything, and seven and a half, blah blah blah. But no, it was like, no, I can't miss out if they actually go over uh, having bet them for three years in a row incorrectly, and so yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, IU the I under it IU. Uh, the interesting questions about Nebraska, and uh, I'm sick of hearing it already before playing a game, how great Ohio State is going to be. That uh, the, the, the guy said, uh, and I don't know, of course, this is posted. You could look it up at this point, but he said there'll be double-digit, at least two touchdown favorites every game all year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah, uh, didn't work out for them last year. So, uh, but that's, that's why they play the games, right? It's true. Yeah. Why they play the games. By the way, before we, we finish, uh, two weeks from last night, you know, you know what that is, right? Two weeks from last night. First NFL game? No, you're a week early. I don't know what. Uh, it, it's actually the week one games for college football. Oh, they're playing on Thursday. That's right. They do that shit. Yeah. And uh, they're two big games. Pitt, Pitt, West Virginia, and Purdue, Penn State. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know what the line on the Penn State-Purdue game is? Penn State plus or minus um, 17 and a half. Holy shit. No, it's Penn, Penn State minus three, and, and there and and uh, you know I've I've listened to enough people; they all think it's going to go up, but uh, because it's not enough points. Though, on the other hand, as Bear said, that's a that's a that's a road favorite and a home dog, and you know how everybody feels about that. Yeah, everybody loves a good home dog. Yeah, uh, and you know who's going to be at that game? You. Yep. Your sister and I not only have tickets to the game, I went whole hog and bought the T-shirt for the night. So it's a blackout night. So we will be there cheering the boilers on 
on blackout night on Thursday night and Saturday night of Labor Day weekend, we are at White Sox Park for Irish night. Ooh. Because we, you know, just when she saw that promo on Saturday night when we were going to be in Valparaiso, it was, uh, oh, you got to be kidding. You know, they're giving away a green T-shirt. So that, will they be wearing, so they won't be wearing their, their city jerseys. They'll be wearing probably something different than obviously. Uh, who knows? You know, I, I'm sure there's a place you could look it up at some point, but no, you know, the first 20,000 get a, uh, a long sleeve tee that's green and says White Sox across the gray stripe in the middle. So I, I'm not sure why or how or any of that, but there it is. It seemed, it seemed, what do we call that? Kismet? Uh, so, Kismet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, right, the right weekend, they're home. They're doing Ireland. It was the Ireland year. So there you go. So is that, uh, what day is that that they're home? Like, Minnesota? Uh, yeah, they're again. Yeah, they're playing the Twins. It's a good series. That's Saturday the 3rd? Yep. So, all right. So that's just to let you know, wild and crazy. And I, I don't want to get my hopes up too much about the football game. But uh, sure would love to see him win that one live and in person <coughs> for a lot of reasons. But yeah, could yeah. end up that game could have some implications. Well, yeah, you know, it, it has implications if you have a couple bucks on Purdue at seven and a half over. Uh, it really it really helps your outlook for the season if they if they're able to win that one, right? Well, I didn't realize that they they changed their name to the field name to Guaranteed Rate Field. That's the new. It's not Comiskey anymore. Hasn't been Comiskey for years, lad. You know they sold they sold they sold the uh, sold the naming rights years ago to, and before Guaranteed Rate, it was something worse than that, like first really? third. Or, it's, not, it's one of the banks in town. How does it get worse than Guaranteed Rate? Uh, I think it really was first, third bank field. You know, first, third. I, I've never quite understood all the, but anyway, yeah. So were they the first or the third? I see. That's the thing. <laughs> no, they're the first, third. Kind of like the half, glass being half empty, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. In there, <coughs> that's as close as we came, came came to a to a joke this week. So I, I want to thank you, by the way, for continuing to send me the stupid punny things. Uh, I re really appreciate <laughs> I, I appreciate you contributing to my the person who stole my pl place in the queue. I have <laughs> you now. I'm after you now. That was pretty funny. You got to admit. Yeah. I, I, well, it's pretty punny. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to repeat that one. See if I, I can find another one that's uh, from the pun master. Oh, yeah. And, and we had, we didn't get to talk about your, your buddy Beto. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, calling the guy an MFer in in a town hall meeting. Oh, Beto, you mean? Beto, yeah. Isn't that what I said? You said I thought you said Beta. Beto. Yeah, he dropped. He dropped the F bomb. He dropped the MF bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was kind of got a little intense there. It is funny. Uh, all the takes on that. So yeah, I. Uh, you know, there was a big article that I saw repeated uh, over and over. Uh, I guess NPR said how I shouldn't use such language when there were old people and kids in the audience. And it's like, uh, really? we're, all, we're all right with shooting 19 school children. Yeah, but don't drop an F-bomb. But don't, but don't be dropping an MF bomb on somebody who doesn't seem to care, right? No, don't do that. Yeah. So... It's pretty, uh, and of course, we can't leave today. I mean, do you have any idea how many crudite jokes I've heard this week? Oh man, there's been there's been a lot. Uh, I I actually, I know I know you'll sob for me on this one. I actually, air quotes, went back to work yesterday, and we had a, a retreat, and we had a, a uh, veggie tray. For, for lunch, except of course it wasn't a veggie tray anymore. It was, yeah, it was crudite. It was crudite. It was pointed out there was no raw asparagus on our crudite tray. Or salsa. Uh, and no, no, no salsa either. Uh, or guacamole. It was, uh, you know, just ranch dressing and uh, and and hummus. So, uh, but uh, yes. Uh, Sometimes you wonder about these people. Yeah. How? Okay. Uh, Dr. Dr. Oz, you know, hasn't been in a grocery store. I don't believe he's been in a grocery store in years and et cetera, et cetera. But you got a whole team of people working with you, right? Isn't yeah. there somebody there with the sense to say that didn't work? You, you blew a whole series of things. And what the what the f are you saying crudités for? Who in Pennsylvania is going to know what you're talking about? And it's going to completely undermine the point you're trying to make. So, but nobody, no, they just release this, and it's like, God, you could be working for the Fetterman campaign. You know, it's right. It helps him more than it, it helps you. And here you're trying to make make some kind of point, and you completely get crushed. And then he follows it up with the, you know, stupidity. Well, I, I don't know. I've lost track. It, it was probably Wednesday, which, which even, even you know, talk, talk about piling on. You do know this one, right? What happened on Wednesday? No, I don't think so. No, he, 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 was, at, he was asked about where, where he lived. And he says, I, I, I only have two legitimate houses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then of course, he owns ten. He owns ten different properties, you know, mansions in Florida. Two, I guess, two, you know, apartment high rises in New York. Uh, you know, and it's like, well, how are you counting? And and why, you know, I and and obviously he doesn't want to admit he owns, you know, five hundred million dollars worth of property, right? Because that's not going to help him. But Lion, you know, <laughs> it just looks like it. A douche. I, he is a douche. He's a tool. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's hard. You would think you would try and hide it, though. 
Yeah, true. Uh, to get elected, yeah. He, I mean, there's just, I won't be, there's no way he's going to win, right? Well, the, the latest poll out that they've been publicizing has Betterman up 15, so. Nice. Uh, yeah, so it's like, and of course, Betterman seems to be gifted at this too, right? It's not just that he screws up. Betterman pounds sand with every one of them. It's like. Oh, man. Yeah. He is so funny. And then. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you've seen the photos of him holding a veggie tray, right? Yeah, the one. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's just how many different ways they, they print. And, you know, the, the grocery store that he screws up the name, which is called, there's actually a Wegmans. And, and Wegmans actually put veggie trays next to the salsa and guacamole uh, and rearrange things so that they, you know, they add the, the pre-made vegetable tray next to it. So clearly they... They were in on the joke and they're in on it. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes. <coughs> so, yeah, he's just, <clears throat> Dr. Oz has done an excellent job of just completely stepping on his uh, junk in public. So, yep, he does a great job of it. Yeah. Um, All right. Got anything else there, bud? Nope. No. I did, I did find your, your free shirt that you're getting that yeah. night but it's the first ten thousand, so you might have to get there a little earlier okay well I, I your sister wants that shirt badly it seems so we will be there in time to make sure we get a couple of them so yep yeah uh of course i'm going to get the medium so uh <laughs> now that was a little mean there buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> just a little yeah all right well, it's been good. Uh, yep. Well, uh, next week, uh, Sean, Sean and uh, Swerve telling us all about college football. Sweet. And, and just, uh, you know, I, I'm going to warn people ahead of time, though we're 62 minutes in and nobody will hear this bit, right, John? Yeah. Sean might be into Notre Dame. I'm just going to say. He might be telling you to take Notre Dame at 11 and a half, take the over, right? So Yeah. Yeah, he's he's all in on the uh, on the domers, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. Who knew? Yep. Okay. So John <coughs> have a good one. Feel better. And Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 have a great show next week. All right. Looking forward to it. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye all bro. Right. Bye bro.